Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for coming in and joining us. This is the Real LV Ladies Raiders podcast. And you know what? Rachel and I are here for some more exciting, fun stuff for everyone. And we just want to thank you so much for joining us and coming along and finding out all the fun things we find out along the way. Right? Agree. Hi, everyone. Yeah, lots of good stuff has been going on with us. So thank you for everyone hitting us up on Twitter and our Facebook really is where we're living right now. But we have some exciting things coming your way. So don't go anywhere. I promise you. Like today. We have a really cool guest with us. Like I'm jealous. I know, me too. <laughs> I thought I was numero uno. Come to find out. Right. Right? Come to find out that and it's like Janine. I gotta remember that. Janine Vaughn is the Raider fan of the year, and that is forever and ever and ever, and you get that title. Hello, gorgeous. How are you? I am well, and thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here um, and to be able to kind of share with my Raider family. You know, we're all in one accord. There's enough Raider for all of us to share. So I'm just thrilled to be here um, and to be able to talk to you today. I know. When I've uh, dove into your story and found out about you, there are so many magical pieces to you. So I know Rachel and I are really, really excited about this. But first and foremost, before we get to how you became the Raider fan of the mm -hmm. year, how long has this been for you and where are you from? Okay, so I am from the Midwest, right there um, at the... Missouri, Illinois border in Southern Illinois. I Not was born a Chiefs and raised. Fan. Yay. Yay! Oh no! So let's <laughs> no. just go through football. Um, my first love, my favorite sport is football. My first love was the East St. Louis Senior High School Flyers. That's my high school team. They've won ten state championships. The latest was last November. So I was born and raised to love football. Um, Actually, here's some history uh, for St. Louis residents or people who live right there in that metropolitan, um, St. Louis metropolitan bi-state area, Illinois and Missouri. The St. Louis Cardinals were the love of that region. Wow. Uh, my love. The uh -huh. love of that region when I was growing up. And then in 1988, the owner, Bill Bidwell, took them to Arizona to right. be the Cardinals. So nobody where I grew up is a Chiefs fan. Oh, wow. good. I'd love to yeah. hear that. Good to know. Yes. Later, the Rams came, but they still didn't unseat those diehard Cardinals. They're still they're still like Arizona Cardinals fans. That's cool. Because they don't jump ship, um, even though, you know, St. Louis had the Rams for about 20 years. But yeah. again... Still wasn't my team. <laughs> Who introduced you to the love of football? How did you become passionate about this? So I had an older cousin that played high school football at my high school. Mm -hmm. And uh, his name was Doug. And I used to go to my older family members used to take me to football games. And I used to go to basketball games and I used to go to baseball games. As a matter of fact, I'm an MLB Cardinals fan. I'm still a Cardinals fan. Now. <laughs> Perfect. You got to have some of the twists. Oh, yeah. Being from the Midwest. I mean, that's just the way it is. Well, you know, I'm a I'm an, a, a big sports fan. Mm -hmm. And my number one love was was um, the L.A. Dodgers. Mm -hmm. And then I got introduced to the Raiders. And we, we went over that in, in an earlier podcast. It was my grandpa. Um, uh, my papa. And so I love that 
your memory is somebody in your family introducing you to football. Yes. And because we were winners, East St. Louis, tiny little East St. Louis is called the city of champions. We produced Olympians and pro football players, basketball players, the like. But um, nevertheless, I more gravitated to football. Um, and from a child, I couldn't tell you why the Raiders, but from childhood, when I would see the games on TV, I loved the Raiders. And then, of course, when the big stars came along as I got into, came into my own into being a young lady, you know, watching Bo Jackson and Charles Woodson and, you know, yeah. Marcus Allen yeah. is like, woo, yeah. you know. So yeah. who was your favorite Raider player, your first favorite Raider player? I had a crush on Bo Jackson. Yes. <laughs> I have uh, Bo Jackson everything. He was, I got to see him play um, in in real life. And he was everything a football player should, should be. And yeah. I think is the standard for football players. I, I, I love, I love him. <laughs> yes. And that's the thing. Um, so my second love, which is really my first is young people. Yeah. Um, I'm an educator by, uh, trade and upbringing. I was an English teacher for nine years, turned assistant principal, principal director. I work locally for the school district. And so young people are my people. I love that. And, you know, I think it's just awesome to see what young people can do. It's sad to have them fall down. So to to be elevated for what they're physically capable of doing, only to fall down because those character elements, because of who they are sometimes, Mm -hmm. or some of the things that they get caught up in sometimes. So I've just I've just been on a lifelong crusade to look out out for young people. So that's really my first love of life. When you turn to be a Raider fan, I'm assuming that some family members were not Raider fans being in the Midwest. How was that taken? So the real diehard um, fans of football. Be- so let me back up one step. The Cardinals were the real team that people loved. Everybody else after that was just like, whatever. whatever. And you were like I the black football. sheep of the family, no pun intended, with silver and black. Hey. You know what? Hey. <laughs> Raiders in the house. You know, I, I wasn't, I didn't grow up in that family that had the means to take me to games, right. which I'll talk about a little bit later when we talk about me becoming the fan of the year, the very first one. Um, so... It wasn't like I could express my love for the Raiders. That's sad. No access. Everything, you know, we're all born equal as human beings, but we don't have equal access in terms of money and means. And, you know, I was in the Midwest and and my team was in California. Yeah, (laughs) right. Right. So if I were going to California, if my family had the money to take me to California, I might have chosen Disney or the beach or something. Right, (laughs) right, right. Especially being Um, young. Yeah. That's the first place. um, that's kind of where I am. I really was able to spread my wings, and that's 2017. In 2016, late 2016, I learned that I was moving to Las Vegas. Now, I'm a world traveler. Literally, ladies, I've been all over the globe. I love it. I know. But Las Vegas has been my favorite city all my adulthood. Like, I came here for the first time in 2000. And I've come once, at least once, every year since prior to to moving here. Right. 
So, um, and then New Orleans is my second favorite city, even though I've been like Sydney, Shanghai, Cairo. I mean, like I've been all over the globe, That's but amazing. this was my favorite city. Somewhere around December I of 2016, I was hearing these rumors that the Raiders were coming to Las Vegas and I knew I was moving here. And before I came, that it was decided and I was just thrilled. I was like asking people to point out where the stadium was going to be. <laughs> I have it when it was desert where Allegiant right. is now. And when they broke ground, when it was a huge hole in the ground, I just took pictures. I drove by every day almost because I was, you know, living on that side of town just to take a picture of the stadium. And So did you move here for the Raiders? No. <laughs> it was for a job. It was but for a job. What a bonus. What a bonus. I, I say serendipity. It, it was it is serendipitous. serendipitous. Yep. So I love it. I think that's amazing because, you know, we have met a lot of Raider fans and, you know, all of us know the debacle between Oakland fans and and Las Vegas fans and how that has gone to be and mm. how it was. And a lot of people did mm. move here because it's affordable yeah. from being in the north. Um, I say the north now. <laughs> Northern California for some. Um, but it's interesting to see that people have moved here and just your love and passion and how exciting for you. How it brought me and my team together and where I could really be amongst real fans, dyed in the cloth, you know, hardcore. And we just screen Raiders at the, in the same way with the same like with one unified Feel, and is know. your whole family, I'm, I'm assuming you're married, you have kids, maybe we, we need to find out about you. Like, okay. how are, how is this all received? So I, my job moved me here. Um, I am my husband at the time. Well, he's no more husband. That's <laughs> another story too. <laughs> That's story. another story for later in this interview. But um, um, I didn't have kids. I married late. So I never had kids, but I dedicated my life to other people's children very, very awesome. early on. Yeah. And to get into how I became fan of the year, that is a good segue into that. When I knew the Raiders were coming, I wasn't able as a younger person, let me back up. I wasn't able as a younger person to afford NFL tickets, or I would have gotten the Rams tickets in St. Louis. I was a young professional. Who had that kind of money as a young professional? Not me. When I heard the Raiders were coming here, I knew I would be a season ticket holder. Okay. I love that. When I moved here and um, I learned something about Las Vegas that I didn't know before. Like there were two and a half million people here. Half the city is in poverty. And those families can't afford the entertainment on the strip or any sporting major sporting, you know, venues to take their kids to them. And what I wrote when the um, email came out that asked why you should be fan of the year, all 32 teams sent it out. I wrote exactly what a teacher would write. Teachers spend all kinds of money on our kids for birthday parties, field trips, things they can't afford just to make things special for them. And so it was quite a natural extension for me to um, write that I would use my season tickets to take kids to games oh, who would oh, not normally be it. able to afford wow. it. All and of that, them? That's what you did? Ah, well, I don't have that many season tickets, but the beauty of it was, so I take I, the very last year, uh, the first year we were back in, in the stadium two years ago, 
I took a kid to every game that I could. Um, and to say that I could, um, one of the games, ESPN put me on a commercial and I wasn't going to be responsible for losing somebody's kid if they asked me to step away. <laughs> uh, uh, some of the games were night games. But the beauty of it is I have uh, met some people. Uh, Q Myers introduced me to some people and I met some other people's who people who when they realized that that's what I was doing, they gave me their tickets when they weren't going to go. So I was able to invite lots of families. Wow. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Yeah. I have chills. That is so amazing. All right. Um, we are with Deneen uh, Vaughn, and she is the Raider Fan of the Year here on the Real LV Raiders Ladies Podcast. And you know what? We have so many great things for you. We're going to be back and find out more about how that all came to be even deeper on Raider yeah. Fan of the Year. So this is the Real LV Raiders Ladies Podcast. This is JT The Brick, and if you want more behind the scenes of your Las Vegas Raiders in podcast form, check out my podcast, which is Living Live at Raiders.com. Welcome back to the Real LV Ladies Raiders podcast. I either say Raiders Ladies or Ladies Raiders, but you get the point, right, Rach? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> and we this time have been joined by Deneen Vaughn, and she is the 2020 Raider fan of the year, the first one. So it's just amazing to have you with us. This is so awesome. The first, it was a woman. We have had two since, two guys, right. but, you know, for you to take that spot first and foremost right out the gate, kudos to you for that. And you know what? Kudos to our team because they've never been afraid of first. So in every iteration from the time I was a young child to now, True our that. team is big on first. Art Shell, Tom Flores, Amy Trask. Yes. Sandra Douglas Morgan. Yes, yes, yes. I met her two weeks ago. Awesome. She's awesome, isn't she? Beautiful from the inside out. Uh, and she takes the time. That's what I love. She absolutely does because we were at a function that her sorority um, put on. And I went there. I had to, to see her. I wore my Raider Shield necklace, you know, because I knew I'd get to take a picture with her. And she walked in directly, like, Two steps after me, and there was a staging area where they were going to take pictures of, of her with people. And the person who I guess was supposed to intercept her outside didn't. And I had introduced myself and told her that I was the very first Raiders fan of the year, how thrilled I was to see her be the very first president of any major sports organization, yada, yada, yada. And when she was talking to me, the person who was supposed to intercept her walked up and she said, wait, no, no, I, I, I'll go over and take pictures. But this is our Raiders fan of the year 2020. I want to oh, take a moment with her. I love I love it. She's amazing. That is so amazing. Well, you know what's so wonderful about you is that uh, we've talked about this before, like how we became Raider fans. And um, there's there was and still are connotations to being a Raider fan and. In, in any, you know, sports, you get a label, let's say. Mm -hmm. And Raider fans aren't lawyers. Raider fans aren't educators. Raider fans aren't business people. Because we have this persona of being thuggish or being kind of, you know. Ghetto. You can ghetto. Say I don't know. Whatever. However you want to say it. And the beauty about you is as 
a representative of millions mm -hmm. of fans throughout the world, throughout the world. You are an educator and you are a fan of the year and you are exactly what we're talking about. Yes. Um, and a woman and a woman, female, sports middle age, <laughs> minority. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Doctor. Yeah. Doctor in education. Yeah. That's amazing. Amazing. But our team is amazing. See, the story that doesn't get told <clears throat> is the art shell, is yeah. the Tom Flores. And these weren't just picks. These are Hall of Famers. Yes. Is Amy Trask. Yeah. She retired. And the vast majority of NFL teams have yet to hire a female CEO. Right. And no one in all of sports in America has, has hired a president. So when people talk about my team, to me, I say, Let's stop Let, right up front. Do you have any Super Bowl titles? <laughs> right. Okay. Love then that. do you have two? Love that. Then have they hired a minority coach? Right. Then have they hired a woman in the front office? Right. Then have they, no one's hired a president, so I'm going to win. I already know. I'm playing chess when I start that game. <laughs> See, I this said, is we, exactly what we've talked about. And, and so there is a rich history of the Raiders. And you know what? In many ways, that hated thing, everything that I am and I grew up, I was born with all these quote unquote strikes against me. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But still I rise and, and just like my team does. So the bad boys of football came to Las Vegas. What a marriage. Yes. What a story. Isn't it? What a legacy. I know. Yes, absolutely. Have you ever, along this whole journey of being an amazing Raider fan, had anyone, and I know you play chess and you know things, and obviously you're very, very well-rounded and educated, but have you ever had some ugliness? Always. Um, so <laughs> anywhere that I go. So I've, I've traveled now uh, with our team. And people, um, even to, let me back up one step, even to our black hole fans who are wonderful people, they're right. business people, they're human beings. They have this reputation um, of being negative. And when I talk to people, it's that backhanded compliment. Well, you, you're not quite what we expected. Right. That's what we've, we, we have talked about that. Yeah. A thing on that, that. That's the story that doesn't get told about the Raiders. You know, one of the things for both Rachel and I, so um, being Latino mm -hmm. and myself mm -hmm. growing up in with doctors in Minot, North Dakota, I got, they got, Rachel got, what gang are you in? Mm -hmm. And I got, well, your parents are doctors and you're pretty. Hey, you all were raised right. That's what it is. <laughs> and you're like... <laughs> What We're does all raised right to yeah. Do yeah. Anything of being a fan, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, we're we're not a monolith, right? No, no. There no. are all stripes of Raider fans, and one of the things that I love about the Raiders coming to Las Vegas is this town has a legacy of its own. It's larger than life on its own. The Raiders get to um, marry into that legacy, and all the flash and bling and showmanship and all that gets bestowed upon the Raiders now. It's long overdue because the Raiders back office, the, the owners, Al Davis, Mark Davis, have done what no other owners have done in all of history that I just talked about. And again, if you want to step to me about my team, now you know how I'm coming. 
don't 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 step up if you're not ready. <laughs> and you can't step up to Deneen. She was. Let me get it right. You were in the 2021 draft on stage. You would have seen her beautiful face, mm-hmm. and you brought up the amazing Nate Hobbs. I did. So okay, I, I have a little superstition about talking about players, so I'll just talk about them in a certain way. So yes, and after I won um, the. Um, Recording, they came to my house. They had recorded, pre-recorded Max Crosby. And he said my first name. Congratulations, Claudette. You're a Raiders fan of the year, you know. And so I was like, ah, of course I screamed. And um, I sent that all, that clip to my family. It was on the the um, Raiders app for a while, all the interviews and things that I had done. Um But then came along that time, the draft came in 2021. We had been locked out of our seasons, and the NFL saw it in their hearts to um, bring all 32 fans to the 2021 NFL draft. And I did get to announce Nate Hobbs. He was 167th in the draft. Ironically, uh, he was uh, at Illinois. And that's my home state. Oh, oh. I grew up with the Fighting Illini, watching yes. them on TV. I didn't know if they had done that on purpose because they just knew or if it just happened by chance. But that, I was thrilled to death. I got to represent the Las Vegas, Las Vegas yeah. and the Raiders. So I wore my blingy Raiders jacket all, all sequin, <laughs> you know, had to girl it out and you talk about people who don't like the Raiders. They like to boo us and that kind of thing. And that was their first introduction to me. Right. Raider fan, Las Vegas Raider fan. And they're like Raiders. I don't like, you know, so everybody's big fans were there. Everybody's like hardcore hardcore fans fans were there. And um, they would walk up to me and give me a hard time. And I was like, Okay, you're going to love me before it's over. So <laughs> just go ahead and admit you love Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah I do. Okay, right. I got okay. you. <laughs> they were like, can I take a picture with that jacket? So I did. I announced Nate Hobbs, and um, that was thrilling. He followed me on Instagram just long enough because I sent the clip to him. And when he saw it, he he followed me almost immediately, and he said, I'm so grateful to you for doing that. I'm forever grateful or something like that. And I took a snapshot of it because I didn't expect for him to keep following me, and he didn't. Uh, (laughs) But that's that's okay. Um, And so I have that, but I've never met him. And I I would like to meet him and Max Crosby for that. They'll always have a special place in my heart because of that. That is so cool. That is so cool. And what has been the most... Uh, adventurous learning experience through all of this? I don't know. Um, Learning experience. I think that what I just talked about with regard to the team, like I knew the sports aspect of it. I really do. I can talk football. I really do know some plays. I really do know. I haven't a standard for what leadership looks like on the field and off the field. And, um, but I really went into Raider history when I was made fan of the year because they acknowledged me. I felt like I needed to learn about people. Um, Mm -hmm. Al Davis, the conflicts with the NFL, Art Schell, 
the I mean, just all the decisions he made that weren't popular and don't take place even today. Correct. Across the NFL. Um, And it just made me learn the history of the Raiders and things that I could support about the Raiders, because if I'm going to represent something, I feel like I should be able to do it in in all aspects. How about this? Commit to excellence. Oh. <laughs> well, I know that I've said that I'm not the bling girl like you are, but I will wear your bling anytime I got to wear her fabulous and a fan of the year, NFL fan of the year ring with diamonds on it. And it yeah. is just as gorgeous. I'll tell you. On what. my hand, as it is on your hand. <laughs> oh, so. Do you have it? Make sure you take it with you because uh, she might take it. Oh, oh man. Yeah. No. It's stunning. So, yeah. congratulations on that, too, because that is no one else has that, right? So, two things. Yes. Um, this jersey. So, every fan of the year got a jersey. And that's all well and fine. I My jersey, number one, it has the number 20 on it for the year 2020. And every NFL fan's jersey had their team's shield or logo. And mine has the inaugural patch. Mine was the only one with an inaugural patch. I love it. So not it. only is it the first jersey, it's the first Las Vegas Raiders jersey. And it's the first Las Vegas Raiders fan of the year jersey. And it has the inaugural patch. And we groveled. Our inaugural class of fans of the year Begged the NFL for over a year to be able to have a fan of the year ring. And, um, I, yeah, I, I knew I was going to get the diamonds and the 18 karat gold. And, yeah. It's I, stunning. I, I, it is cool. We'll, we'll have pictures up on all yeah, of Yeah, definitely social. check the pictures out because yeah. it's beautiful. And that jersey is fantastic. And it's it's a historical piece. Let's just it call really it what it is. is. Uh, what makes something valuable? It's it's the value that someone places on it. Correct. And the rarity. It's literally the it's first one and yep. only one in the world as the ring is. The first and only one. Yeah. That is oh, so wonderful. This has been so amazing. Deneen Vaughn, the first Las Vegas Raiders fan of the year in 2020. The first of so many things. And before we let you go, we, both Rachel and I, need to know, for words of advice and encouragement for other women and and, and anyone really listening that is getting into sports or maybe just, eh, I like sports, what, what advice would you tell to people that want to continue being that fan but kind of get shunned at it? Haters gonna hate. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm, we need music when you say that. <laughs> so let me quote Mary J. Blige from work that, let them get mad. Yes. They gonna hate anyway. Don't you get that? Doesn't matter if you go along with their plan. They'll never be happy. Because they're not happy with themselves. Women, be happy with yourselves. That's Word. <laughs> I love it. Word. Thank I you love so it. much for joining us and coming on. And we were just it, it, so excited to have you and the journey and everything. You can find out more on all social media. You can find out stuff on her journey and what she continues to do. I think more than anything that you're giving back to the kids. I love that part of the story. Wonderful. All kinds of good stuff. Like I said, I was jealous because I thought I was the number one fan, but I am happy 
to have you in our studio and have you tell us your story and the wonderful thing you do for the community and our team. Being part of the family. Absolutely. And I'll let you have number one fan. (laughs) Yeah. I got the commercial too. Deneen Vaughn, thank you so much. You are absolutely beautiful. And we will definitely have you back and chat with you sooner than later. Okay. Oh, that sounds fabulous. Thank you for having me, ladies. Beautiful, lovely in every single way. And like we said, Raider fans are of all walks of life. Absolutely. As an educator and what she does for these kids, love it. And I think one of the things that we really want to point out too is it doesn't matter who you are, where you are, you are a fan and you can be a fan of any sport any day. Just start and have fun. You don't have to be totally diverse with the stats and the scores. Just have a little bit. Know the history of why you are and commit to excellence. Commit to excellence. Yes, I love that. All right, this has been the Real LV Raiders Ladies Podcast. I'm Steph McKenzie. This is Rachel Nunez. And we love you guys and we will be back sooner than later on this amazing journey about what it's like to be a sports fan through the eyes of a woman. See ya and go Raiders. Raiders.